You are such a geek. Geek. What is a geek? It was fun. We don't have to start. I'm just doing it so I don't forget. No, yeah. We also, we also saw Transformers Rise of the Beast. You yeah. did? We did. Yes. Last night. My name is Optimus Prime. Oh, nice. Optimus Primal. How was it? It was good, dude. It was nice. fun. You know what? It was it, fun. It wasn't good. It was fun. Yes. It was the only one of the cartoons I watched. Yeah. Uh, same I'm here. Not. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I think it's because it came out in like the mid 90s. Yeah. And it looked good and cool and like new when it came out. Yeah. It looks but now, bad now. It looks real bad. Yes. And see, yeah. I didn't watch I didn't watch Beast Wars. <laughs> That's when the animation changed to the CG. And right. I it just I you know it was cool, but it, I did that's not what I liked. I liked watching the old Transformers cartoons because I, I also have a bunch of the original comics. I love the Transformers. And this movie played just like a comic book. You know, not necessarily frame for frame, but the 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 world that you're immersed in. The hokiness. The comic hokiness. Exactly. Even before they announced the film, though, there were like Transformers fans on Reddit once in a while or other forums that I'd see defend Beast Wars by like even saying like it was the worst looking thing they ever did. And it still was good because the writing was crazy in depth. Like they were there was like three storylines an episode and it was all linear. Mitch, do you remember? I don't remember because. I, I was always a more of a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles kind of guy. Because I feel like, well, Matt, you're more of a Transformers guy. Yes. Because I have a, you know, we were talking a little bit about this last night after the movie, but um, Transformers had a big hold on like the first part of the 80s. And then in 87, Ninja Turtles became like the cartoon to oh. sell uh property you know to sell toys to mm-hmm. and so well i mean jake if you were born a couple years earlier you might be like transformers all the way no i like transformers it was just like as a kid they weren't syndicated so i'd seen the movies that were available at the rental store and then when beast wars came out because i think there was a big gap in transformers entertainment like i think that shit was pretty much off the air from like what 89 to 97 yeah because beast wars didn't pick back up until like the what early 90s no beast wars would have been late 90s man i'm thinking 97 if i had to guess it was cgi animated yeah toy story was the first cgi animated feature that was 95 96 four four i think 94 95 no maybe 96 well okay so the original release of beast wars was nine september 16th 1996 to may 7th 1999 what was the other thing you just asked me about what was Toy Story's premiere? I'm pretty sure. 94. Is, 94? Is it? Uh, Toy Story. That's not it. 95. And then when was Reboot? Reboot. Uh, Last year with Paul Reiser. And- I'll put it right inside of your face. My foot in your face. Do you not remember Reboot? Uh-uh. Okay. What is Reboot? Uh, It was the first cgi like saturday morning cartoon about a bunch of creatures that live inside of a computer and they were having a battle for the mainframe it was a cartoon made by somebody who was obviously obsessed with tron a canadian cgi t- uh animated television series that debuted in 1994 it pre whoa nice Show follows the adventures of a guardian named Bob and his companions Enzo and Dot Matrix as they work to keep the computer system of the mainframe safe from the viruses known as Megabyte and Hexadecimal. Yeah, dude. Enzo's the shit. I have his action figures still. Yeah? Yeah. I I think you've mentioned this on the pod before. Yeah, it's like a seminal thing. It's like some of the earliest good CGI. Okay. Yeah, how have I never heard of this before? 
I don't know. I think it was on CBS Saturday mornings. What show is it? It was was Canadian. Reboot. A lot of shows are Canadian. Touche. Yeah. Cartoons are kind of all over the place. Canadian, 94 till 2002. Yeah, see, I would have been college and after, so I would have been past that. I don't don't know if I've ever really watched it, but I kind of have a faint memory of that picture of the dude. Yeah, I feel like you would have just been aware of it a little bit because it was such a big deal that they were producing a multi-episode series that was all cgi yeah i remember having opinions yeah at at the time about cgi it's it was a thing yeah that's what i mean It, it was talked about outside of being like a kid's cartoon it was like whoa look at how quick technology's moving yeah you betcha but yeah um so you saw mario i did it was fun it was it 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 did a good job of just doing everything Mario, even all the, the arcade games, the, the video games they were playing on the show or in the movie, right? They were playing mm-hmm. uh, Donkey Kong they were, or Jumpman. There was, um, oh, there was another one. I can't remember. So Mario Kart? Pac-Man. No. Oh, no. no. He was playing Kid Icarus. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Mario. Stop that. <laughs> yeah. I, it was fun. I don't know. Was there was there any hate thrown towards it? Nah, uh, I mean, by critics. critics. Yeah, the critics can suck my Dwangus. This is one of those movies too, where like as a critic, I'm like I'm curious when they go after shit like this that's obviously good and heartwarming and like well done, but not like Shakespeare. Like they they know they're gonna be perceived as dickheads two weeks later when everybody finally sees it. Like so, what's the point of trying to be better than? when they write those articles like i just don't get it with cartoons and and like comedies critics are always trying to come across smarter than the material and it's like yo this this shakes everyone's faith in you at all yeah i think that's also happening with the flash is people are trying to critic rate it down but like the the uh audience score is like a 96 speaking of really high audience scores yes did you guys hear about that six-minute standing ovation at the screening of Nin- 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 the new Ninja Turtles that doesn't even have all the animation done? <laughs> I did, and I want to. I love that. I love that for the Ninja Turtles. I love that for you. But also, Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice got a nine-minute standing ovation. So I wouldn't be. It was finished. <laughs> no, there's no fucking way. They no. I'm saying these Ninja Turtle guys had to watch a fucking anim- animatrix fucking version of the movie for like giant portions of it. It doesn't come out for another couple months. Yeah, but I'm sure that was still miles better than Batman versus Superman. Uh, yeah, but also, where did Batman versus Superman get that ovation? Because this one was just at like a general animation convention where like a bunch of animators and stuff were there who would have opinions. Didn't Batman versus Superman premiere to fans? Uh, standing ovation. I think they did it at uh, DC. Yeah. <laughs> at DC Comics. Uh, let's see standing ovation oh it was shown to a small group of warner brothers executives reportedly yeah Yeah, okay never mind yeah yeah yeah. all right well then fuck batman versus superman (laughs) yeah they had a canned fucking laughter track standing they got a standing ovation yeah everybody who needed those checks to work out (laughs) my mom's name is martha too (laughs) throwing pearl necklaces everywhere yeah giving pearl necklaces (laughs) <laughs> yeah man like it, it, it it's like of note that at a film festival where they weren't even an entrant to win anything and people just saw it for the fun of seeing it that it got that much praise that's awesome dude i can't wait to see it uh there's I'm people that are already saying like this is seth rogan's new calling is directing animation i like yeah. how he's listed as permanent teenager good on him yeah <laughs> yeah because baka was gonna come find his ass if he did us wrong so yeah he separated himself from franco pretty quickly rightfully <laughs> so I mean, when you factor in the fact that Franco's own brother, who rode his coattails his whole life, distanced yeah. himself immediately from James. Yeah, well, yeah. he had to, right? He needs a career. Yeah, but I mean, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think it was more their responsibility when he got caught three years before he got canceled to maybe tell their friend, like, hey, man, if you get in trouble for this again, you know, like, we're done with you forever. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that like everyone just kind of let it slide the time it happened where he didn't get in trouble. 
And then when it finally got like really put on the news, they were like, oh, well, I'm done with him. That's terrible. Like it's been public for a long time. I don't know. So they were just like, whoops, whoopsie. Yeah. And like, I, I just at that point, I think it's chicken shit. It's like, well, you were obviously cool being his friend before when you knew the exact same shit. So what's different now? Public opinion. Right, it's public. Yep. Right. Yeah. Right. People know that's what's different. That's why, I mean. dude, he got it. He got taken to court for it already once and then settled out of court. And it was like right before people were picking that kind of shit up for the news where it was only in like variety and like a couple of like um, Jezebel blogs and stuff like that. But it was public that he was sexually taking crazy weird advantage of these girls that he was running an acting school for. He was, I'm enrolled in college for to better my education. Really, James? Yeah. Then he opened that acting school. Yeah. It's all very creepy. And his brother was like complicit the first time. And then I think his brother did get on the straight and narrow immediately. Well, you know, I I think that it's terrible to say, but, you know, thought of it at that, at that age with that, that kind of access, we've, we've all thought it, whether we act on it or not, that's, that's really what defines us as. Right. But, But, but the way we think about it is like, man, if I was James Franco, I'd just be murdering Gash. Not like, yeah. man, if I was James Franco, I would set up an ap- acting school as a trap for women. Yeah, like yeah. that, young that's, women. That's what, what like incels fantasize about, not people who want to be good looking. And what I was going to say is that that should be, that, that's a crime. Exactly. It, it wasn't that he wasn't George Clooney. He wasn't fucking uh, Jeff Goldblum. He wasn't just out here fucking everything that moved. Yeah. He was setting up a trap. Yeah. 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 Fuck that guy. So yeah, if you could be in trouble for just the amount of people you fuck, Jeff Goldblum would be in federal prison. Yeah, Pete Davidson. Yeah, I might have fucked Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, if I was I, I've looked when I was sad and bored before, and I can't find it online. I wish somebody would find it. I've posted on the Lost Media pages, mm-hmm. but, but there was that ET interview, and I forget what award show they were at, but it was the one where George Clooney just like was visibly frustrated on camera about the women that Jeff Goldblum was leaving with that he had been flirting with and like <laughs> spoke to the guy who was running the ET interview. Like, can you believe, can you believe this? That they're, le- they're it's Jeff Goldblum. Like, and that was the attitude is like, they're leaving with Poindexter. What the, and he was like, oh, oh, oh. it's just Goldblum walking through the back of the shot with two women. And you know why he just exudes confidence. Yeah. And I think it's gotten cartoonish. The older he's got, exactly but I, like, a, like a shatner or a yul brenner he's just become yeah. that over the top but i could definitely see how in like 1994 like his level of confidence and actual coolness back then was probably just like what yeah maybe well if you're pissing off george clooney because you took the woman he had his eyes on you're doing good there's a reason why they call him Tang. yeah dude the the dude who refused to marry anyone until he was too old to walk good hey he i think it worked out for him he married that duchess or whatever didn't they already get divorced no i'm pretty sure he, they did yeah Tang, no fairly confident they got divorced already i think they still do like charity projects and shit together but i think they got divorced no he's married to some lady right amal they worked it out uh, I, think, I don't know it doesn't it just I, says married 2014 okay i think they uh, like split for a while possible and he went back to his villa in italy and like did an interview on kimmel about it i'm sure because i remember he was just like hey eh, you know sometimes things don't work out yeah i also man she's a lebanese and British barrister. What the fuck is that? Oh, she's a lawyer. Lawyer. Yeah. Uh, barista, I thought was a cop. <laughs> she's a bar- Ah, gee, she's a barista. Fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, uh, speaking of Pete Davidson fucking anything that moves, did you know that Mirage was played by Pete Davidson in that Transformers movie? I did. Nice. I didn't know that until I saw it in the credits. And I was like, oh, God damn it. No, He's I'm just a kidding. man. Yeah, he is. He's really good in that movie, dude, as Mirage. I think he did a great job as Mirage. He did. He, I didn't even know it was him. I didn't know Ron Perlman was Optimus Primal. Yeah, I didn't know that until I looked it up later. That's pretty yeah. cool. Uh, really? Man, 
It was, it was a, a it was very a fun movie. It was. It was fun. It was very ACAB. They've killed many cops in that movie. There was a point, Jake, where I had to lean over to Matt and be like, that's another cop that they fucking killed. <laughs> nice. I think it's the most racist trailer directing I've ever seen. Why's that? Uh, go to YouTube and watch it. I don't even feel comfortable explaining what they did with that Biggie Small song, but it's fucked up. Oh. There's a famous line in Juicy where he goes, if you don't know, now you know. Now you know. And then yeah. says something none of us can say. And in the trailer, they end the vocal track and then just do a hard cut slow motion shot to the black girl huddled down by the car. Oh, it's, what? No, it's, it's fucked up. And and I saw it and laughed and then got online and it was already being posted about. What I mean, the f- Fuck no. To, to be fair, the, the two main characters are, you know, black and Latino. Do you know how much time goes into editing a trailer? And wait, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, they saw the thing they were doing. Yeah, I'm not trying to justify that. I'm yeah. just, I'm saying that it's actually a very diverse film. Oh, yeah. No, I, I don't think it's probably a reflection on anybody who worked on the film. It's probably a reflection on somebody who got hired to cut the trailer who thought it was funny. I thought Mirage was cool. <laughs> Which one's Mirage? The Porsche? The Porsche, yeah. The Porsche. Oh, and oh, so should we spoil it? We should spoil it at this point. Yeah, Jake, are you gonna wait? Hang on. I got I'm trying you're not hearing any of this, right? No. The trailer? No, we're not hearing anything. All right, so oh, oh, no. That's that's what Wait. I did the first time I saw it, and it was just playing on TV, and it did it, and I was like, oh, 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 somebody's getting fired. Oh shit, that's such bad editing. Right. No, no, it's like it's like fucked up. Like the pacing of the video, it's it's bad. It's bad. It's tasteless. Wait, so what is this? Is this a trailer for the the Transformers? It's for movie? Transformers: Rise of the Beast, and they're yeah. playing Juicy. Is it the official? Yeah. No, they're playing uh, Biggie, Biggie, Biggie. Can't that's hypnotized, right? Yeah, Juicy is. It was all a dream. I used to used read to word up. Word up. <laughs> this one is. Uh, where in the? That's where that right? line's from. Is from Juicy. Oh, that's right. You're right. Yeah, hypnotized is different. Yeah, You're right. I was more like West Coast hip hop, like Tupac, and I'm more like Detroit <laughs> hip hop, like Insane Clown Posse. Mitch. Yeah. If I was there, I'd wash your mouth out with soap. I'm just saying that the Insane Clown Posse is more influential than the fucking Beatles. This movie affected me uh, (laughs) musically because it brought me back to, like, I listened to that music at at 94. Yeah. Dude, it had such a good soundtrack. When the movie takes place. And that's what I listened to. So I connected with the movie, which is maybe one of the reasons why I liked it, because I also was a huge fan growing up. Oh yeah, no, that's that's the soundtrack. I mean, I had a sister who was thirteen years older than me, so I got exposed to all the good shit. Yeah, like um, it also had it was in the nineties, the, the best decade, arguably, um, the last good decade. Let's just say. Did they play some uh, like uh, Two Live Crew? Hey, yeah. we, we want some food. Yeah, dude, that was like the first like forty five minutes of the movie. They just listened to that <laughs> song on repeat. <laughs> it's just Pete Davidson and his human friend just hanging out in a car garage. Hey, yeah. and then the we car asks that. I used to listen to them. I've seen Two Live Crew live. Two Live Crew. What? Yeah, I saw a tour that was the Cottonmouth Kings. Tech Nine, Tech Two Nine? Live Crew, and the Insane Clown Posse. God, man, that's crazy that they got one good band on that whole fucking <laughs> roster. Insane Clown Posse, right? Sure. Yeah, the Cottonmouth Kings are so bad. Uh-uh. This was back when they had D-Loke and Johnny Richter. Akalika oh. was still alive. Okay, again, they're so bad. I like bad creep, music. I'm not judging the kind, you. But... Just... God damn it. Yeah. Tangerine. Say goodbye to the tangerine sky. Tangerine. <laughs> what about daydreaming faces? ISI. That's what happened when you get high. Yeah, that's just like not the vibe I've ever wanted when I was smoking weed. I've literally wanted any other vibe. I'd, I'd rather listen to bluegrass stoned off my ass on heroin than listen to the Cottonmouth Kings. I like bluegrass. Bro. Dude, Cottonmouth okay. Kings is the bluegrass of vocals. Uh, do your impression wasn't... again and then think about it while you do it. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's terrible fucking music. Hey man, I'm just here to like expect that now. And then you see him in person, and it's a four foot eleven white guy that weighs like sixty five pounds, and you're like, I I don't feel comfortable about any of this. <laughs> well, clearly you didn't listen to some fucking Juggalo classics when you were growing up. 
I did. I had friends who were drug. My next door neighbor was a juggalo. Like oh, my whole sure. No, like back when his parents would like <laughs> threaten to send him to boarding school because they found out him and his friends went to a juggalo concert and they were still like being scared about it on the news and shit. Mm. Well, we are registered as a gang with the FBI. So I thought they got that reversed. No, not really. Clown lives matter. <laughs> um, it's the 50th um, anniversary of hip hop. We should stop desecrating it. Uh, you're right. 50th. Uh, they just released the best hip hop artist ever uh, in the history of time. And number one might surprise oh. you. Who was it? Oh, well, Did it was a little. Is these guys. You know? <laughs> um back to transformers um uh, <laughs> yeah man uh it was it was interesting like in the midnight in the 90s there was the the human character there's noah he's like a retired army electronics guy yep and his little brother they they have like a walkie-talkie they have code names the older brother is sonic the younger brother's tails which i found very heartwarming as a sega genesis kid growing up yep nice then also the little brother was like i can't beat bowser i was like you should be fighting dr robotnik you little fucking poser everyone can beat dr robotnik you just button mash oh them's uh, fighting words bro fighting words. no i love sonic but robotnik was like some of the easiest parts of the game there were like a couple tricky robotnik levels and the, the rest of it there was much harder parts of the game oh well i mean yes but this little kid had sickle cell and now how do you feel about it jake yeah he was kind of sick and and they couldn't afford his care so there was all kinds of shit it was heavy yeah. huh. it was it was heavy and this kid was a young black kid i take it then uh latino. puerto rican latino dominican uh, you know I, I should know but i don't at the moment well, sickle cell afflicts exactly one kind of the population. It might not be sickle cell, but he has a... a no, blood. they said it was in the movie. Yeah, I'm going to double check my facts here, but I'm pretty sure that's a fact. It's not Jews. No. It's Tay-Sachs. Uh, but uh, you know what? I don't really like Transformers, but I've seen a lot of these movies Oh, yeah. I don't really like the ones that are like directed by Michael Bay, but the Bumblebee movie that was a prequel and had um, John Cena and was it Haley Steinfeld? Possibly. I can't remember. But and then it also had uh, and then this movie, it seems like they're building a new story arc. They are. They said they were going to do that starting with Bumblebee. 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 Also, <laughs> nothing really uh, matters when, uh, yeah, it is Haley Steinfeld. Um, Kate Bishop, you're so funny, Kate Bishop. When cars um, are able to be alive. Yeah, dude. There was a lot of cars in this movie. Um, you weren't allowed in the movie theater because it would have been flooded with, with goo. Yeah, I would have <laughs> guanked my guangus all over. Yeah. Uh, a lot of good voice actors, man. John DiMaggio was two different Transformers. Apparently, one of them was cut for time, but good old Johnny D. Nice. What I like about these newer Transformer movies is that you could see what's fucking happening. Sometimes in the actual, the original Michael Bay one, it's just like, what the fuck am I looking at here? Yeah. But I don't know. I, I've always heard that complaint. But I don't know. I felt like I was able to kind of follow it visually. Because mm, you're a car guy? I don't know if that's... Uh, that might be why. Because <laughs> I could like identify the parts that were going past the screen. Like, whoa, that muffler just became that robot's dick. Yeah. <laughs> or like, whoa, they use the clutch plates as the chest. Yeah. So you were just... You were just starting a fire, you know, rubbing two sticks together. Yeah, just spinning some wood. <laughs> right, wait, can we, I just, all right, before we, this doesn't have anything to do with the movie itself, but can we talk about Alamo Drafthouse real quick? Yeah. This is not a paid sponsorship. Um, <laughs> Did you enjoy your experience at the Alamo? I like their seats. I like their seats. They're not recliners, but they're still comfy. But they are sometimes. What the fuck is up with their popcorn? Like I asked for butter, light butter. I was like light butter. Cause when you don't get to drizzle your own butter, people fucking take liberties with it, you know? Yeah. But apparently Alamo, they don't drizzle melted butter over the top of their popcorn. What they do is they, they fucking hold a stick of butter, like a banana. And then they fucking, and they take a bunch of little slices on it with a knife and let a bunch of pads of butter fall into the bowl. And then they put the popcorn on top of it. And then when you reach in and you get down to there, you just, 
you gush into the fucking butter and I, some of it got on my shirt it's probably fucking ruined forever because i don't know how to lo- do laundry effectively <laughs> oh i just printed something up that tells you what to use to get out stain <laughs> oh. I like that stuff. I like to know that stuff because I do the laundry. I also do laundry for myself. Uh, but, you know, nothing gets butter out. Oh, nice chart. Does it say anything about how to get a fucking whole pad of butter off of your polo shirt that you oil, work all the time? Oil, 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 oil is butter and oil. Yeah. All it says is uh, coffee, ink, lipstick, and red wine. I know how to get those four things. Uh, if any of our listeners know how to get butter out of a Adidas Dawn. polo shirt. Rub Dawn dish oil. soap into it before you put it in the laundry. I yeah. know. I'm just fucking around. Okay. Hydrogen peroxide might work too. Depending on how color fast your dye is. Yeah. I might as well just dye my hair with that hydrogen peroxide. Go full James Gunn. Oh, speaking of which, does anybody want? Never mind. What? Yeah. We have Say it. Say it. Have you guys watched Seth Rogen and uh, Rose Byrne's new TV show? That's oh the one uh, Platonic, no. right? Yeah. Platonic, yes. It's very it, good. What is it on? Is it on Apple Plus? It's on Apple Plus. That's <laughs> God why damn I it. never mind. <laughs> yeah, when are you going to finally were... fucking double down and just pay for Prestige TV? I don't have Apple products, Jake. You don't need them. We uh... don't believe in fucking Tim Cook and Steve Jobs in this household. I'm are just you kidding. Have an iPad? I use an iPad. No, I have a tablet samsung galaxy tab a i i also have the best product that apple ever produced the ipod classic yep i have that too the best but I maybe maybe i could wah, 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 transform into an apple guy you just Be need apple tv you can get it on meets. your samsung device mm, i don't know about that i know you don't believe me it's been years we've been talking about this, this samsung's point. and apple's is enemies stay away from samsung your phones suck i have one right now and it's only blown up in my face one time uh, i hate samsung yeah ah. but apple tv's the shit motorola I'm tired of Seth Rogen making new shows where he just keeps updating it to be whatever my identity is at this point. <laughs> the piss Six ninety nine a month. That's doable. Uh, yes. Do you know how much shit you're going to watch <gasps> on there and be like, Dang. I can watch the Snoopy show. All the Snoopy shows. They have the new peanut specials, the new peanut show, the Snoopy show. They have the new Fraggle Rock. How much is it for a year? I think it's $72.99. Ermagerd, Turdler, sir. Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso, uh, Severance, uh, Slow Horses. Dude, I've seen so many great things on Apple in the last two years. It's just like hard to even think of. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, I, you I truly always... think I think they're the best right now. Uh, I mean, so, okay, give us a run now. What is Platonic about? Roseburn? Seth Rogen. Okay, it's about these two people that are like, I don't know, platonic like between our age and Matt's age, and they are old platonic best friends from like college. And they they're both married, but Seth Rogen's character gets a divorce like at the beginning of the first episode, and Rose Burns sees it on social media and like hits him up to have coffee because they haven't talked in a long time, but they used to be very best friends. Okay. And she like goes to check on him, and then they just like start hanging out again and they're like a bad influence on each other they're old party friends and it's just about two people whose lives are like at different places that all of our friends lives are at especially all of us who are friends with performers and shit it's because it's like this one lady who's got her life all put together but not really and this one guy who's not got his life all put together but kind of sort of and yeah it's just really good it's really (laughs) funny the bits are good the jokes are good he dresses Uh, terribly is it i like all the shirts i think if he wasn't wearing the necklaces and the fucking hair they'd be cool as shit fair is he uh is this a it's a show or a movie show cool yep new episodes come out on wednesdays pretty good i like it a lot you'll also like shrinking with harrison ford tried it yep you liked it i did i did i watched the first episode yeah one of the things i i like not having to commit yeah Mm. i will tell you though i've committed to titans i've watched the first two episodes of 
Titans fourth season and I'm getting the rest of the season because I don't have uh, Max and I like it. So I'm dedicated to watching all those episodes. Oh, I thought you were logged into my Max. No, when it's switched. Oh, it's the same login, dude. I tried it. It didn't work. I'll you have to, to update I'll your app. Again. Yeah, you, oh, that, to, you have to update it to the true. new app. Yeah, and then you just use the old credentials. I'll try it. Yeah, if Thanks. not, let me know. I, I started watching the back half of season, the final season of Titans. I unfortunately fell asleep both times I tried to watch it. The way it ends is like the second half is so crazy good. It's like it's really a real shame. Disappointing at the end of it when you're just like, oh, yeah, that was it. It's over. That's like, it. Zaslov's going to fucking sell it so we can get another yacht or whatever. So I have to watch it while I can. It's yeah. good, though. I, I don't know. It's good. It's good drama. It would have been perfect. I think about as a kid, the struggle that I went through is that when I stayed home sick, I would watch TV in the morning. There was game shows till till noon right price is right was 11 to 12 for me Mm -hmm. and then it became soap operas like ryan's hope and and days of our lives and shit and then i had to wait through the hourglass i had to wait through till 2 33 o'clock be able to watch cartoons again yeah god kids today they have it so good mitch and i were the first kids who grew up with 24 hour a day cartoons (sighs) wow Cartoon oh, network. Spe- speaking of Cartoon Network, did you hear that Adult Swim is expanding? Oh, yeah. And they are going to come on a little bit earlier with another kind of sub brand called Checkered Past. And they're going to show old Cartoon Network uh, cartoons that are no longer airing, like Ed, Ed, and Eddie, Courage oh. the Cowardly Dog. I watched yeah. Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Ed, Ed, Cow and, and Chicken. They weren't cowards. They just play uh, the, 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 the voting show. What a cartoon. Oh, yeah. That was, that's my shit right there. That's where they all came from. They all won What a Cartoon. Yep. All the ones you just mentioned. Dexter's Lab. I love Dexter's Laboratory. Powerpuff Girls. What a Cartoon. Yeah. First one was uh, Fuzzy Lumpkins. First villain. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, Powerpuff Girls. Yep. Mm. Big old fucking hick boy. Yeah. The name Fuzzy Lumpkins will be burned into my mind forever is one of the funniest things ever. Yep. (laughs) Fuzzy Lumpkins. I'm fucking, I need to catch up on all those new Beavis and Buttheads. I I saw the preview for one where they're like, I like how they switch. Sometimes they're teenagers. Sometimes they go into the alternate like uh, timeline where they're old men. Yeah. Have you seen the one where they fucking sign the petition to knock down affordable housing? And then it turns out <laughs> that the housing they're knocking down is where the, f- where Beavis and Butthead live. No, I have not seen <laughs> oh, that one. <laughs> yeah. Some guy gets them to go to a, a city council meeting to be like, we need to tear down this like crappy old building. And then they watch their, their apartment get destroyed uh, because the resolution passes and then they like walk up and they're like um our apartment should be around here somewhere damn <laughs> there's it's... also one where they sign up to get uh vasectomies as old men that's the next <laughs> one i think i have uh like i think that i'm the one i'm the episode right before that which is like second or third mm, yeah is that right i think that's the apartment one let me look Pulling it up. i am loving this new see like the new movie was all right but the new seasons of beavis and butthead have been really good you know and i know the new movie sucked dick it was all right i, I you said it sucked dick but i think it was pretty it wasn't as good as do america i'll tell you that for sure it wasn't as good as one of any of these episodes. Uh-uh. Well, that's bad. Okay. <laughs> I, saw... I think it could still be good, but less good. Let's see what I've seen so far. I've seen The Meditation Sucks. Oh, yeah, They Achieve Enlightenment. Old Man Beavis, where they make him look old so he can buy beer. <laughs> uh, Pardon Our Dust. Oh, I guess we did watch that one. Pardon Our Dust is the is the demolition i don't remember that maybe i was cleaning or something yeah um i'm gonna have to go back and watch these also did you see that let's see what was that news oh so wait wait let me go let me go back to transformers yeah uh so at the i'm gonna spoil it at the end of the movie they have a hashtag not Colson. Yeah. Uh, talk to uh the, the Noah main, Diaz. Noah Diaz and be like, hey, uh your brother's health care is gonna be taken care of. We we appreciate what you do. And if you want to work with us, here's my card. And on the back of the card it says G.I. Joe. Pretty nice. good. Yeah. 
So well, they're finally doing the Hasbro universe they've been fucking talking about for 12 years. Yes. 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 Uh, <laughs> they're, um, but yeah, like, so Whip, uh, Mirage gets kind of like pretty beat up in the final battle. Oh, yeah. And his last yeah. trick is that he turns into an Iron Man suit for this guy to wear. And he, yeah, so Mirage gets pretty dinged up and he uses the last of his power to become an, like an exos, like a base, for lack of better term, he becomes an Iron Man suit for this guy to wear. And, yeah. um, he ends up saving Optimus Prime from, getting sucked into the unicron vortex nice yeah so the porsche gets destroyed huh mm-hmm. but cool. i mean well the robot part of him <laughs> gets destroyed so he's still yeah. a porsche at the end of the movie well, yeah, yeah he's a re- he's like a patchwork like the he guy assembled. rebuilds the porch of the yeah. porsche some people say porsche some people say porsche Porsche. The guy's name is Porsche, so that's how it should uh, be pronounced. But he was also a Nazi, so who cares? Yeah, you're right. Fuck him. Fuck but yeah, uh, he, wasn't, the, he wasn't a Nazi. He wasn't a willing Nazi, at least. But anyway, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, he was Italian and untrustworthy. He he was <laughs> he he was German, and he did work for the Nazi Party, but under threat of death. And he was one of the ones that, like, the second that it looked like it was going to fall. He was already like, fuck all of you. I ain't doing shit anymore. Mm-hmm. He gave up his whole company and restarted because he didn't want to continue the company that the Nazis had taken over. Hey, I mean, yeah, it, real things happened at the time. So people had to make decisions that were hard. Yeah. I don't begrudge him any, any, it, whatever. <laughs> Why don't you just get in one of his cars and drive away? APB. I, I don't, do you know how armies work, Mitch? Uh, They can't. Yeah, what's a fucking German Panzer is not going to catch up to a Porsche 911? What are you talking about? 911 didn't come out for like another 24 years. Uh, he had it all up here in his brain. He just <laughs> built one. His son designed the 911. Yeah, he was like, it came to me in a dream, but I forgot <clears throat> it in a different dream. He designed the 356. Mm. So I would like to see a uh, Transformers G.I. Joe movie. Then we'd get Hound. Good, because you're going to see it. The Jeep was my favorite of the Transformers. He was the one that I played with uh, the most, I feel like. I didn't have a Mirage, but I had a I had a bunch of Transformers. The die-cast metal ones, like the good Real ones. ones, yeah. Yeah, I also had a Voltron. Nice. I had a die-cast that, Voltron. And I bought that years later. Yeah, I don't think yeah. the die-cast Voltron came out till they put it on Cartoon Network when me and Mitch were kids. Like, 93? Yeah, that shit was dope. And Tamaya and Bandai put it out. I loved Voltron. That would be a fun movie. I like G Force better. Gotta I be love honest. G Force Battle of the Planets, dude. Battle of the Planets is far superior to Voltron in every way. That is the premier version of that story. I'm not gonna disagree. I'm not gonna disagree. I think a Battle of the Planets movie would take the world by storm. I would agree with that. I would what is love that? to see that. Oh, Battle of the that. Planets is like basically it's also called G Force, depending yes. on yeah, depending on which translation you're watching. But it's the one where they all have the hawk suits, Mitch. It's okay. The, and it's the big fat guy in the green one, and the, and the yeah. skinny leader in the white one, and the, the chick in the, in the pink, pink one, one, and they got the little kid in the orange one, and right. then the, the suave, silent, angry one in the blue. The broody guy. Yeah. Uh and they all have their their own spaceships. That meld together into this giant phoenix. Yeah, that make a giant robot, just like Voltron or Power Rangers or any of those Japanese. What is this thing called? Battle for the Planet? Battle Battle of the the Planets or G-Force. Or G-Force. Alex Ross did some art for him, like right at the end of them being syndicated in the U.S. That was incredible. But uh, one of the best, most underrated things to ever come out of Japan, in my opinion. Mm, like okay. it's it, it's one of those things that like I truly think everybody should know what it is. Like everyone knows who what Voltron is. Everyone knows what Power Rangers is. The fact that G Force flies under the radar is a true crime against that whole genre. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, it's always left the mark with me. I've always have. I've, it has a fond place in in my memory because I loved watching it when I was younger. And it was like Gundam and like old anime levels of like serialized, where the story really did progress slowly in a really meaningful way. Where there was action in every episode, but there was a real plot that was progressing. Yeah, yeah. Gee, for it, I've never seen this before. Cartoon Network oh, aired it for years, Mitch. They and they kept huh. airing it in like in actual air order. And I think the success of that led to Toonami. 
Oh, yeah. I've never even seen pictures of these hawk people before. How have I gone so under the radar on this? Dude, because it, its praises don't get sung enough. It, re- it really is one of those things that, like, a young director could change the fucking whole landscape of film if he got in and did this right. Because no one has... James Gunn. Dude, no one has a preconceived notion of it that runs that deep or what it should... Nobody thinks on it or revisits it that often. It's hard to Who find. It? I, dude, I don't know. Bandai or yeah, Bandai or Bandai. I think it's Bandai. We should we should all watch it and then talk about it. That would be a fun one to do a live watch series too. Ooh, Mm -hmm. Casey Kasem does a voice. Yeah, keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. He was like the Tudic of the seventies or something. Yeah, pretty much. He was for kids' cartoons. He's like the kid. Yeah, that's very good, Matt. I like that a lot. It's a like it's a message from the Riddler, and he writes. But the whole voice cast was actually really good, especially when like all those things back then were pretty stilted. They did get like a pretty cool American voice cast to do it. Yeah. The guy who plays the fat one's like one of the dudes from Bonanza, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. I think the voice he was cast one of the Cartwrights. Like, I think the voice cast is pretty impressive. I don't know if he's one of the Cartwrights. You know, on the series, I might be wrong. I might be thinking of a different cartoon. G Force. Alan Young did a lot of voices in the. Ooh, Alan Young. Ducktales. Yeah, like Scrooge McDuck. I was gonna say. Yep. Yeah, dude. It's Cam. Oh, fuck. Cam Clark. Leonardo was in that. Yeah. Ooh, he did some work in Static Shock, Batman the Animated Series, Tailspin. Hell yeah, dude. Good for him. Ace Goodhart. But yeah, all the listeners out there, if you haven't seen G Force or Battle of the Planets, it's a really good, like, rainy summer day watch. But it's not streaming anywhere, looks like. I think. Oh, we might have to sail the seven seas. I'll buy a copy at Comic Con or something. I bet it's at the Lakewood Library or at my library. Yeah, best. Really? I meant to say at my local library. I'll I'll check. That would be pretty rad. Tastical. This is one of those things we could write a script for. Oh, Battle for the of the Planets is apparently on Hulu. Is it? No, Battle for of of. I thought it was somewhere. All right, I looked and it didn't. Or it could be on Plex. It looks like Plex. If you have Plex, that's what I'm hoping for. I think Plex costs money, doesn't it? No. Okay. okay. I'm Whoa, you guys are on your Plex Flex over here. I use my Plex. My Flex doesn't really work very well, but I'll I have to keep working on it. <laughs> flex your Plex, Bowplex. Another cartoon from back then that nobody talks about. A can another Canadian cartoon, Mitch. Hi, buddy. Fantastic Tarrant. Max. I don't even know what the hell that is. Man, I don't know what you were doing, but you were obviously less sickly than me as a kid because I stayed home and saw all the weird syndicated shit. Yeah, dude, I had a pretty good constitution when I was young. Fantastic Max. What the fuck? Hanna-Barbera. Canadian Hanna-Barbera. Oh, Canadian Hanna-Barbera. Very good. Wow. Very good show. Very good space based adventure heavily influenced by doctor who nancy cartwright don messick yeah Damn. dude it's killer it's a great show shit i've been watching that show beef on netflix i've heard that's pretty good i haven't watched it yet it seems a little bit uh angry for me right now yeah it's pretty angry but there's a part where he, he well you know the basic story yeah yeah I mean, it escalates pretty quickly, but it's so far, it's pretty funny, man. I'm like four or five episodes in. Nice. Have you watched Bob Kiss yet? No, that's on Peacock. I need to watch that. It's very good. It's very good. I have so much shit to watch. It was really nice to see uh, Pesci come out of retirement. Yeah. Was it? How am I funny? Yeah. Him playing Pete's grandpa is a really good treat. What show? Bob Kiss. Bob Kiss. Bob Kiss. What is that on? Uh, peacock okay and it's like a pretty semi-autobiographical version of pete's life more so than the king of staten island yes never saw that uh very good it's a very good movie i think i think his other hulu movie might be better what's that one fuck young no fuck young young adolescence adolescence i don't know Mm. i forget what it's called it's on hulu it's about him being like a burnout older guy in the neighborhood who starts hanging out with like a 14 year old because it's the only person to hang out with and them getting into like adventures and learning about life a little bit mm. it's a good one i think i, I, I might have saw trailers for that once upon a time but i never i was like i'll watch that when it come out and then it must have sneakily came out 
It was one of those ones that was a Hulu exclusive. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it's really it was really good. Really, really good. Okay. So Matt, you Matt, you've seen Spider-Verse, the new Spider-Verse. Indeed. Jake, have you seen it? I have been into the Spider-Verse. I haven't seen it yet. I need to get on that. Yeah, dude. You got to pull right out of the pooch and get yourself down to the theater. Yeah. The theater. I mean, I hear it ends on a pretty drastic cliffhanger because they're like, fuck you. Come back to the theater next time. It is yeah. And like, they don't know when next time is. Because of the writer's strike? Because of that, like, the actors have already come out and said, like, well, this is kind of weird, because after the first one ended, we were already doing the next one, and that took Mm. five fucking years, and they haven't even started the next one. Yeah, they should have just worked on both of them at the same time. Yeah, they should have released, like, at the beginning and the end of the summer and made so much money that Sony's head blew off. Like, at least do the filming yeah uh, that you need or the voice acting and then the effects can get done over the next year or two and then they announced that they're proud they're bringing miles morales into the live action Mm, what when who i don't know sony can they yeah i thought marvel owns the rights to Miles. just they own the right so sony owns the rights to peter parker spider-man i think this might have something to do with how they worked out the deal to let tom holland be used two more times by marvel because that has also been reported as true which well but that that must mean that they introduce um they introduce miles but then marvel gets him later yeah that's a hundred percent what's going to happen but they're going to let sony launch the character that's fair yeah well, i think i did see something about this where like uh the dude that voices miles in the spider-verse movie shameek moore is that, said he is wants it- to in the running to play him yeah but yeah he wants to get in shape and he's too old he even said at the end of the thing yeah. where he's like i'm in the running but i think they're being he was basically like i think they're being polite because i'm pretty sure i'm too old to play him in live action i would agree with that yeah and he is he's too big he's too old the kid needs to be diminutive next to tom mm, tom's not a big boy in and of himself no dude they like they like kind of really need to get like a 13 year old kid mm. no they can't go that young tom's what's tom's age in the movies now dude he's gonna be like 19 by the time they introduce him yeah he's, he's still in high school no he's graduated now there's no way home he was trying oh to get yeah that's college. right yeah, yeah yeah they were graduates their senior year they're trying to apply into colleges right right yeah. right he'll be yeah. in, he'll be in college so he's 18 what? so like yeah miles is gonna have to be like maybe 15 then but he's gonna be young 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 no they can make a 20 year old peter parker like a year or two in college how old's miles in the books 13 i thought he was 15 16 i think he's that old by the time he got brought over to the general marvel i don't know i think he was younger how old is miles morales 13 in the comics uh, uh, oh no no mm, it says he's 17 yeah in the movie though or in the ultimate universe oh and into the spider-verse he's between 14 and 15 years old miles is 13 years old in his first appearance by the end of the series he's likely to be around 15, 14 to 15 yeah gotcha i mean i would say he's i don't know about 14 15 i would in the yeah. newest movie i would say he's probably 17 yeah they say he's 15 and across and in, into the spider-verse but he had been in this school for a year or two already yeah and Miles Morales becomes Spider-Man at 13. Damn. Yeah, 13. He's 13 in the books. But that was part of the doing a new take, is that kids that are 13 are kind of as angsty as kids that were 16 were in the 60s. That's yeah, mm. just a sign of the times. Sign of the times. But yeah, I think in order to pull it off with Tom being so young and having to be in the position of being this kid's like hero and mentor, it's going to have to be a pretty young characterization and it would work if spider-man still ended up being the youngest out of the young avengers right because that's what they're building towards they're gonna have kate bishop Ironheart, uh kid loki maybe yeah young aunt lady 
Wasp. Young Lamb. Ant Wasp. Young um, them. Sheldon. Young Sheldon. He's, he's going to be in there. That would be awesome. He's young just like Sir Q. Yeah. Young Chef uh, Boyardee. Nice. Chef Boyardee Jr. is going to be in there. <laughs> <It's> Don- <laughs> he's Donkey Kong Jr.'s personal chef. Yes. Yes. Oh, man. Last night after that, uh, after the Transformers movie, Matt and I in the car watched the supercut of Megatron from all the from the Beast Wars saying yes. 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 <laughs> Bring them to me. It's pretty awesome, actually. It was pretty great. Yes. Yes. Um, wasn't uh, Uncle Phil Optimus? No. Optimus Primal? Wasn't he? No. Primal was played. Um, you said it earlier. Oh, in the movie, he was played by Ron Perlman. Oh, in the show, I don't know who he was playing. In the show, I think he was Uncle Phil. Oh, interesting. Optimus Primal. Yes. James Avery, isn't it? God, why can't I? Oh, no. I'm on the fucking... I'm on the Transformers Wikipedia. It's so in-depth. I need to just go to regular Wikipedia. Gary Chalk. Gary Chalk. Who was... Was Uncle Phil in it? No, he was... Oh, maybe. I don't know. I'm not seeing his name. Maybe he was in the other one. Maybe, because I'm not seeing him. I could also Rhinox. just be really high. I'm not confident yeah. in any of this. I mean, that could, that could happen. Hey, Mitch, That's... did you see Nickelodeon's big announcement today? No. What's that? Um, on July 18th, they are officially releasing the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2003 series as a DVD oh. set with extras. Yes. <laughs> I'm so happy about that. That's one of my, for my, I know that you're a big 2012 truther, Jake, but for me personally, it goes 1987, then 2003. Okay. But if I, I made you watch them in succession, I feel like you're changed. You, you would go 2012, 2003, 87. It's going to go 2003, 87. I don't know. I really like that 2003 incarnation <laughs> of the turtles. Yeah. Peter Laird's a bitch though. Yeah. But no, your- I like it a lot too. But I think once it gets to the space shit, it kind of battle nexus, battle nexus and everything that comes after it, it kind of goes off the wheel, off the rails. Fair enough. And the Utrom and the Shredder. Yeah, I don't like it. Okay, fair enough. I kind of like, uh, uh, I don't know. I do like that 2012. I should continue watching that. I should just get all the DVDs. Physical yeah, media for the win, Zaslav, you fucking ass bitch. It's $25 at Walmart right now. The 2012? Yep. Or the 87? 2012. Nice. And then we don't need to worry about buying the uh, Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one. It includes it. What? Yeah, that's just season five. They just gave it a subtitle because they knew they oh, were- no. I was talking about Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said Tails. Oh, yeah. No. Um, I was like, Jake, have you grown soft in your old age about Rise of the Ninja Turtles? If they start selling those, like, I'm making okay money now. I'm just going to buy a lot of them and set them on fire in my yard to make a point. (laughs) I'm going to shoot these Ninja Turtle DVDs. Did you hear the other announcement about the Ninja Turtles that came this week? No. There is a there is a new animated series coming out. Oh, that's right. And it's gonna pick up right after Mutant Mayhem. Is it is that right? That is correct. Oh shit, dude. So they're already they're it's getting ovations. They're fucking planning a whole universe to jump off from this. Ninja Turtles are fucking back, dude. Yeah, man. They never went away, but yeah, but this is back in like a big mean way. I'm gonna buy the shit out of those figures. Did you see the new six-figure kit? Yes, I did. My Uh, wallet let out a small whimper. Guess what I got this week, Mitch? Mm, I got the Mirage Splinter. Whoa. I got the animated Casey Jones and Damaged Foot Soldier set. Fuck. And I pulled a real naughty boy move and maybe told a fib to a Target employee to get them to break the rules and put aside one of the Jim Lee four packs for me. Okay, do tell. Matt, I don't know if you know this, but Jake and I are in this Ninja Turtles group on Facebook where it's basically just like, hey, they're releasing this. And then everybody in the comments is like, fuck, now I have to spend more money. (laughs) Yeah, it is really funny. And then at least like once a month, somebody posts like a genuine post that's like, I think my wife might leave me. (laughs) She said no more toys, but I was like, I need that new Michelangelo. 
Yeah, I just went to Target and they had the the giant sized figure in stock. So I don't know where to hide it because she might leave me. Oh no! Oh, I love it. It makes me so happy to be single when I read those posts. I'm I'm a member of like horror movie groups and but I'm also a member of board games, used board games. So I'm always like how you look at cars. I look at board games. I hope not. <laughs> you have a family. I hope you don't look at board games like I look at cars. <laughs> uh yeah we're into these ninja turtle toys that are making millions of dollars and sell out within minutes of being available and they're like the most satisfying thing it's like a weird long game they played by making the shittiest looking toys ever made when we were kids that we all still loved that were like the right shape and funness to be a toy but also you were aware of by like seven years old like these aren't good representations of the things i love and now that they make all these perfect representations of the things we loved your brain's just like finally where's my where's my wallet were you a kid but now are an adult with some form of disposable income well get over here you fucking crazy bitch bring more than you think yeah also if anyone has a lead on a 1990 movie two-pack of Raphael and michelangelo please tweet me at comic mitch jones or if some or if somebody has a lead on a gamestop exclusive michelangelo single pack also, please let Mitch know because I have an extra Raphael. But I'm an inbox collector, Jake. I know you like to take them out and play with them. Fuck that. You need to take the movie figures out. That <laughs> figure looks great in the box, dude. The movie figures, like the point of them is, is that you can put them in all the poses from the movie. That's oh. true. That's true. Okay. Well, I don't know then, man. I, but, uh, I, I keep, I, it's going to make me spend so much money. I can't wait to get these playmates toys. Uh, I'll still be on the lookout for you, Jake. I know you said to look out for the new, uh, they hit the shelf on June 25th. They do, um, but they're, they're already showing up in stores today. Oh. I'm about to go make some Walmart employee hate their fucking job. Dude, uh, Target has already put it. Target exclusives. Target has already put out uh, the motorcycle kit with Raphael at several locations. Nice. Yep. And then the, the six pack has been seen at several locations already. And those are probably large bo- inventory boxes that got delivered to the warehouse. So they're just being put out early to make space. Nice. I also bought a, uh, it's not like a hot toys or anything, but I went and got the random, like just whatever kick around action figure. I got a new Keaton Batman from the flash. I saw one at the store and almost got it. Yeah, uh, yeah I do. <laughs> I saw it and I was like, you want to get nuts? All right, let's get nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I also thought it'd be really funny if we both bought those NECA Batman belts to wear to the... Oh, yeah, dude. But I, I don't think they'd make it here in time. NECA ships is- slow. Oh, we just have to find them at Walmart. I don't know. Are they shipped to stores yet? I don't know. We got to check them. it out. I have Matt, to go on a turtle hunt soon. Have you seen the new NECA 1989 replica Batman accessory belt? Ooh, No. It's bitching. Yeah, dude. And they didn't do that thing where it's like it fits up to a 22 inch waist because they knew that their average person buying a Batman belt needs a fucking bigger waistline than that. Yeah. And it was like bigger than you and I could have imagined. How big was it, Mitch? Wasn't it like 55 inches or something? Yeah, dude. Something that even I was just like, God damn. Yeah. They're making it for fluffy or some shit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. they They know who's got the extra money to buy toys. Yeah, single fat guys <laughs> and tangentially attached fat guys <laughs> and, and chubby bald guys. Yeah, I think me and Sam's COVID both gave us the same kind of balding. Oh, you guys got Joker hair, dude. I'm just yeah, I'm getting Rob Rob Cordry hair from like 2002. Mm. I'm gonna have that unicorn horn here soon. Wait a minute, what? so are you talking about this utility belt prop? Yeah, bundle. Yeah, 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 yeah. That you wear it. It comes with a collapsible magnetic batarang. Yeah, I have the collapsible magnetic batarang a la carte. Nice, because you don't have to order it with the bat belt, but you can order the bat belt with all the accessories that fit on it and with it. Oh, can we grappling hook into the the opera when we go, dude? What are they gonna do? Kick us out? 
we paid yeah. way too much. They can't do nothing. We'll just go, oh, I'm special. <laughs> you'll just be like, you'll look at me and be like, how much you weigh? And I'll go, uh, uh, ooh, 108. <laughs> and then we, we go up on the line and you're like, you weigh a little more than 108. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's my second but favorite fat joke from when I was a kid. After next time, I'll dream a little thinner. Oh shit, Kino, dude! If I don't get that fucking Kino toy, I'm gonna kill myself. That's I want that on record. I want people. I want Randy at NECA to hear that. If you don't let me get that Kino toy, I'm gonna hurt myself. Well, it's a San Diego Comic Con exclusive, right? It's gonna, it's gonna be released every morning with a limited number on their website for four days in a row. Well, looks like a good time for to be someone who wakes up at has to be at work at five. Sure is. Yeah, and it's been pretty good for my sneaker problem too. As the prophecy has foretold, the second coming of Becker. Eno comes with his scooter and a raised pizza pizza bag. Yeah. Have you seen it? Oh, I've seen it, dude. I'm in that turtle group. I see those <laughs> fucking turtle punks lusting over these statues. Ernie's my hero. Yeah, dude. I'm He's fucking, a ninja turtle. I'm... He's a surf ninja. He's a Conan co-star. No one's Damn, done it. Dude. No one's done it better. That's kind of like how Eric, uh, what's his name? Got Lance it. Henriksen's been the one that's, uh, he's been killed by a Terminator, a Predator, and an alien. Kino's been a, a, a surf ninja, a ninja turtle, three ninjas. And a Conan sidekick. Surf ninja. Yeah. He, was, he was Andy Richter for a couple years? No, but he's, for like 18 years, he'd go on and teach Conan karate moves, and then they'd do stunts. It was like one of I their- I thought that was a different guy. No, that's Ernie. Ernie Reyes Jr.? Yeah. No. Yes, 100%, dude. King Ninja Turtle Guo over here knows. Ernie Reyes Jr., I think, was also in uh, Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon. Yes. I was er a big fan of Ernie Reyes Jr. Uh, he, when I he's was young. one of the best, yeah. by like all accounts. He did this one flip spinning kick under a ceiling, like came really close. It was hard to describe, but the, the kid was pretty nuts. There's a German DVD release of the Ninja Turtles with like a behind the scenes documentary that's never been released in the United States. Yeah. And like they interview the other stunt actors and they talk about him the way that like the other players talk about Michael Jordan in The Last Dance, where they're like, we're all pretty good, but he's so much better than us that, like, when we put the suits on, he's kind of like, he, like, he's had to stand in and do some of my stunts. Like, we all, we all can't do what he does. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I like him. I watched a lot of uh, kung fu films and the Americanized uh, version of karate films, you know, yeah. like American Ninja or um surf ninjas or three ninjas or even though even the more serious action I know. ones specifically i got really big into like the jackie chan foreign comedies when i was a kid that you could like oh, get like a drunken master yeah or like all the cop ones he did mm. i forget what they were called but cop was in the title oh yeah uh, they're like shit. four of them stephen ho is the guy that does Ninja in the Bronx was another one with it's, conan. St it's steven he did too but ernie went on there a bunch of times and taught conan the fucking karate okay i mean yeah. i don't know i haven't seen every episode of uh conan so i just gotta take your word for this Tony even brought it up when they were doing that fundraiser for Ernie's kidneys. Yeah. Yeah. Last Dragon. Red Sonia. He was also in Red Sonia. I don't think I've ever seen Red Sonia. Oh, really? It was, I liked it at the time. I yeah. I, I've heard that from other people that are like, it's good, man. You know, it might not hold up. Holy cow. Now I'm like, I'm interested to see it because I liked it. Ernie's the coolest, dude. He opened a movie by telling two chicks they were fat, and it was a children's movie. After everyone in that scene was looking them eating the most delicious looking pizza ever committed to film. Yeah, dude, I blame like at least one of my fat roles on that montage. Yeah, that opening scene of Nin A Secret of the Ooze. You know that pizzeria closed, right? Yeah. I, I, I mean, COVID. I don't. Fuck. Pour one out for a real one. Yep. I never got to go there, man. Yeah. Hey, Mitch. It, yeah. We both have adult jobs now. What if we saved yeah. up enough money to rent the Ninja Turtles Airbnb where they filmed the second and third one? Where is are that? you talking about renting out the subway station where they lived? What the fuck? Are you serious? Yeah, it's like $4,500 a night. Oh, fuck uh, that. I don't have that much money. It, it sleeps like 18 people. We just have to find like five people and then it'll be really fun. How many nights do we have to do it for? I think it's a two-night commitment. $9,000? 
Between we're gonna like have to get six, like three or, or four more people. listeners. <laughs> yeah, but I just think it'd be dope. We get to sleep in the car. We could just hang out down there and smoke weed. Surface up to the street, dude. That's so cool. I would be so down if we could get. Maybe we'll have to do a nude broadcast geek calendar and see if we can, dude. Yeah, raise the funds. Yeah, I forget which rental site it's on, but it's on something. Mm. All right, that's our goal. We're gonna start a Patreon, start making content that's worth paying money for, and <laughs> and then we're gonna stay at that Ninja Turtle Airbnb. I'd rather go Wait. there than the Star Wars hotel for the same price. Oh yeah, well that thing's closing down. Did you hear that? Yeah, but it was forty eight hundred dollars for two people. Oh Jesus. Yeah, and we could bring up to 18 people to the Ninja Turtles place for the same money. Yeah, and charge them entries. Dude, we just get a DJ and get, like, fucked up. We, <laughs> we got to, like, bring a friend who can skateboard so he can use the little skate park from the third one. All right, somebody it's... get Sean Jordan on the phone. Yeah, oh, my God. Dude, we could have, like, the most fun comedy party ever. Do you know what kind of guigos would come to that? We could get, like, funches. Ooh. Former guest of the show, Ron Funches. Yeah. We might be able to get Rogan. Ooh. Seth? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> guy, who's, wanna... guy who's, when he thought his career was ending, had to have Kayvon pay to premiere his movie at the Oriental Theater. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a miracle that could, didn't end him. Yeah. We could be, get Broken Lizard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We tangentially are. Three of them. I know two of them. I did. I opened for Jay Chandra Sekar at the Bug Theater. Yeah, and then I got really high with him in a trailer after that. That's right. So did I. Yeah. I have that picture. Yeah. Of <laughs> you, me, and Chandra Sekar. I oh, should post that. That was the night that he thought I was made. Do you remember that? What? When I was like, man, you did like one of my favorite podcast interviews ever. And he was like, oh, yeah, what is that? And I was like, uh, Harmontown. And he was like, I've never done Harmontown. Oh. And I was like, yes, you did. And then he was like, no, I'm pretty sure I didn't. And I was like, you did. You told the story of how you were the director the day that Chevy Chase got fired. And he was like, oh, my God, I did do Harmontown. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair, though. You do a lot of stuff. You don't remember all of it. And you think that would be one you'd remember. Yeah, he told a really traumatic experience in front of an audience that was like a pretty fresh wound. I think that's probably why he didn't remember. I think he probably walked out of there going, was that a good idea? Or just put it out of his mind and Mm -hmm. it'd it'd go away. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, where would people hit us up if they want to put stuff out of their mind and dump it on us? Forget well, about it, they, they could uh, write us an email at broadcastgeeks at gmail.com. They could find us on our Facebook page, give us a like, uh, like some stuff on our wall, share some stuff on our wall, talk to us, send us a message, do it. You can find us on Twitter at Broadcast Geeks. Our handle on Instagram is Broadcast underscore Geeks. We're going to fucking murk whoever got the at Broadcast Geeks handle on IG first. Oh. We're gonna be, I'm going to be the merc with the mouth and sh- pop off at the mouth right now. We have a very underutilized Reddit page, r slash Broadcast Geeks. You can find us on wherever you find podcasts, whether that's Spotify, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. Find us, like us share us subscribe us we're gonna get on patreon so we can do that ninja turtle party in new york yeah and then uh we so send us money for that um buy the broadcast geeks nude calendar we each get four months because there's just the three of us on the reg here so no me and matt each get one month mitch gets one month and then mitch's dick gets the remainder (laughs) it just goes from one page to the next you flip it yeah each one of the pages is perforated so you can tear them off and then tape them on the wall and shaft yeah shaft yeah This is like the third quadrant of shaft that I've got. (laughs) The scary part is two months or head. Oh, God. (laughs) We're going to need a 13-month calendar for that one, boys. (laughs) But if if nothing else, just come back and hang out with us again. Uh, This this has been episode 310 of the Broadcast Geeks. I've been Midnight Mitch Jones. I've been Matt Orange. Oh, and I am mad, aren't And we'll leave you with our signature sign-off line. Excel. Excel. Excel.